Hey, it's Liz Kelly, and welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. We've published some great episodes in the month of December, including a rewatchables with Quentin Tarantino on Dunkirk. Sean Fennessy sat down with Greta Gerwig to talk about her new film, Little Women, on the big picture. And Adam Sandler and Kevin Garnett appeared on the Bill Simmons podcast to talk about their newest film, Uncut Gems. Happy New Year from The Ringer. It's a Golden Globes after party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm joined by the Tea Time Trio, Kate Hallowell, Liz Kelly, and Amelia Wedemeyer. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Hello. Are you on a high from the Golden Globes? Oh, my God, yes. Went out with a bang with the, the back-to-backs of Joaquin Phoenix and Renee Zellweger. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy speeches. Yeah, we're living. We won't talk about those, but let's start with where it began. What everyone's wearing and their red carpet arrivals, their interviews, how they all looked. Should we start positive or negative? Positive. Definitely yeah. positive. Let's start positive. Okay. There'll be some room for debate. It's going to be a roller coaster <laughs> of emotions for this pod, so it's fine. We can start out positive. Okay. <laughs> Number one, best dressed. Anna Darmus. Yes. Anna Darmus, excuse me. She looks great. She did look great. She's, she's, she's nice like, out. Yeah. She's like the internet girlfriend right now, I feel like. Yes. You know, like people have really glommed onto her recently. And she's like doing the Zendaya thing where she like really went for it. You know, like she's like, I'm here. I'm like the it girl of the moment. Right. Like Zendaya, she's also just like naturally stunning. Like well, that helps. <laughs> in, in, in Knives Out, they try to make her look frumpy. And yet <laughs> in like the pants that weren't the right length and like right. these like chunky sweaters in the gray of Massachusetts, she still looked beautiful. So with her red carpet glamour, she continued to look beautiful. And yes. she was in a color that you can't go wrong. The really dark midnight blue Beanie yeah. Feldstein was also wearing that color. Yeah. It looks beautiful on everybody. popular. Especially mm-hmm. brunettes. Looks great. A lot of ball gowns, including her. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. like a ball gown silhouette which I like I mean you're at a ball essentially right (laughs) why not why not go for it next on our list Phoebe Waller-Bridge I'm surprised it took her this long to pull out like the real power suit yeah so she was wearing like a suit a a two-piece and then a lot of boob tape her boobs were really safely in (laughs) safely in the blazer yeah she looked good I just want to say I think her hair and makeup looked really bad her haircut has always been baffling yeah. to me. Am I allowed to say that? Of course. Yes, I love course. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. And like, I get the pixie. I love a good pixie. It's, her hair is in this weird middle state. Well, it's because it's <laughs> wavy slash curly. Right, right, right. I also have that struggle. So do I. But I would never go short right. as a result. We know better. <laughs> yeah. And so I don't quite understand why she's so married to that. But it, it feels like an act of defiance on her part. Right. Like she's sort of like, I can do whatever I want. I'm brilliant yeah. and smart. And my work speaks for itself. Right. And including how she presents herself. Because mm, I, totally. I think as an actress and performer, how she appears on the red carpet is part of her work. So yeah, right. it does speak for itself. But it just uh, tonight was it was the it was the yeah. worst I think it's been. Way worse than the Emmys. I don't I get why she pushed it forward. I don't know if my mom is just hammering into my head. You just just pushed her hair back. But the <laughs> pushing all of her shorter hair right. in yeah. the front that covered her entire forehead didn't do a lot. Yeah. But I don't mind the hair. Right. I think it looks great. And the suit was great. Yeah. And the hair was mm-hmm. different. You know, yeah. you got to switch it up. Right. I liked it. It looked good. All together. Um, we have Joey King on the list. I don't agree with this. So yeah. Who put, put her on this? Here, I did. Defend. I will stand up. Uh, she's wearing Iris Van Herpen, who's like super like funky, very like conceptual, like artistic. And it's just like a huge swing when anyone like pulls that out. Gwendolyn Christie did it, uh, I believe for the Emmys. Okay. And, or not for the Emmys, for another award show earlier the in the year. Dress. Yeah, the wavy like obstacle sure. illusion thing. Eva Green did it. Yeah, like cool. Joey King. Why not? Could have showed up looking like, I don't know, however old she is, like wearing some <laughs> dumb. She's young. Regular dress. And she was like, you know what? No. And I just love it. 
Okay, I love a big swing. True. She she took a shot, which yeah. I, I also feel like kind of fits with her work so far. Right, where she sort of she's very like gutsy, doing her own thing. Okay, sure. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that, pretty good defense. Also, it was like short with a cape in the back. It yeah. was like a commentary on a trend. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's funky. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Are we in agreement on Taylor Swift? We're not. I don't think. No. But you and I are. Okay. So Amelia, where do you stand on Taylor Swift's look? And also, let's just say she was wearing. A like a butterfly, a large butterfly print, mm-hmm. and it um had like a cutout like right above the belly button, yeah. which is a very common it's definitely swimsuit a silhouette, silhouette. Yeah. she's worn before. But it was like a yellow and turquoise print. I thought her yeah. hair and makeup looked really nice. Amelia? I was gonna say I loved her hair and makeup. I was like, whoa, she looks stunning. But mm-hmm. the dress, I could have done with a different dress. But you know, what was it too prom like? Was it too mall tour? What, what was your <laughs> issue with it? A little like kind of older than she really is almost. Mm. Those colors were kind of like dated. That's too. fair. That's I don't true. know. Yellow and turquoise aren't exactly like don't scream youth. I What I liked about it is that it was very much like I'm a nominee dress yeah. and it wasn't mm. like I'm here for my boyfriend sure. dress. You know? Which I liked. I I thought it was a, a little bit um, Instagram-y. It, I thought her mm. whole look was very much like what you might find on Someone's Instagram account who just like got, who got dressed for the Golden yeah. Globes. Yeah. She looks really nice, and I, I really I like when she doesn't have the bangs. I like when she pulls yes, her hair back, too. which is not that common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not I, anymore. I thought it was like a little straightforward. Sure. Yeah, but I, I think she still looks really nice. Next, my personal pick, Helen Mirren, mm-hmm. the Dame, just timeless, <laughs> like crushing it in red. A, another beautiful silhouette. It was like understated in like a Helen Mirren type of way. Sometimes she does not go for the classic look. Totally. She True. had pink hair for a while. Yeah. Like semi-recently. She, sometimes she'll also like really be very kind of like sexy. Which yes. Is True. Yeah. This was True. not that. I, I'm like definitely um, a prude when it comes to my my black tie wear. Like, sure. Normal wear. Understandable. I, but I thought she looked amazing. And like yeah. when when will she ever, I mean, when will her star ever fade? Will right. it ever fade? And my thing with her is I always see her and I'm like, she looks incredible. And I'm not like, she looks incredible for 80 or how yeah. old. Mm-hmm. She is like, she just <laughs> flat out looks amazing. Yeah. It was an off there. the shoulder kind of neckline that yeah. was interesting but not too much. It was mm-hmm. a long red gown. There was yeah. a lot of red gowns and yeah. I thought hers was Again, just... dark jewel tones. You cannot go yes. wrong. If you're going to go to Golden Globes, it's the midnight blue, the dark red like she did. You're the right. Do- lot of, a lot of men in like velvet jewel tones as yeah. well. The <laughs> yes. dark blues and the dark greens, which I will talk about more. <laughs> I enjoyed those. Um, Carrie Washington. Just left the top at home. Left the top and just home. went full she blazer. Did. She went the Emily Ratajkowski route. Yeah. She was like, she I don't did. need a shirt. Uh, and she had like a like a necklace slash belt mm-hmm. that was a necklace connecting to a belt of like jewels. And then mm-hmm. she had a skirt and then she had a blazer and that was it. Yeah. A lot of tape. Lots of tape. A lot of tape. <laughs> was doing its job. No, looked, nothing yeah. moved. Everyone's boobs, except for Patricia Arquette, really like stayed in place. Yeah. <laughs> and they <laughs> all behaved except hers. <laughs> but she didn't want them to behave. You're so right. that's fine. You're right. Never. She, she was put do- them where she, she wanted them to be. She was doing her thing. Um, a couple of men, Jason Momoa and his tank top. Yeah. Uh, he was one of the ones that showed up in velvet. Like yes. a jewel tone, like a turquoise, like a dark uh-huh. turquoise. Uh, he lost that jacket about midway through. <laughs> Somebody walked behind him and everyone was like, whoa, the, gu- <laughs> His arms. the guns are out. <laughs> Just chilling in a tank top with the Golden Gloves. I really enjoy Jason Momoa as like an award <laughs> show presence because he's, I wouldn't say he's transgressive, 
But he's definitely playing by his own rules. Yeah. Totally. yeah. He's sort of like within the rules of Hollywood, he's at the fringe, but he's not doing anything like really rocking the boat, which yeah. is kind of like how I'd like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He misbehaves the perfect amount yeah, for exa- us to be yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, Pierce Brosnan, who we got a lot of today, was not expecting that. <laughs> it was a Pierce heavy show. I was just like, is it the 90s? What decade are we in? Okay, but Pierce looks amazing. He like, looked great. No, who put him in this best dress category? Where we was all this did. Too? Me yes. and Kate, yeah. Amelia? We're I know I did. Okay, Pierce, incredible silver hair right now. He has the stash. Julia said he looks like Guy Fox. <laughs> yes, he looks like a Guy Fox. <laughs> but like hot Guy Fox? Like non threatening Guy Fox. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, like friendly that. Guy Fox. Right. <laughs> like he's like the most interesting man in the world meets Guy Fox. Yes. Yeah. And he <laughs> has a beautiful baby. It's Pierce had, Brosnan. He had a lot going on with his, like in the lapel area, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which can go wrong, but he rocked it. I, I just think there was a real <laughs> sense of calm with Pierce Brosnan. I love him. Yeah. I found him very soothing. Me too. Liz, you found his energy chaotic? He, not chaotic. <laughs> I felt like his look is morphed into what his voice sounds like, Ooh, where so I don't amazing. really like it. It's too much oh. of one thing. It's the voice that's, it's a, I like don't want to do it. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and then with the mustache and all the gray and his piercing eyes, I just, I didn't really want to I don't know, those aren't t- the vibes I'm picking up from you. I feel like you're actually into it. <laughs> <laughs> no, let the record what's show. The, what's the defining it. Pierce Brosnan performance for all of you? Mamma Mia? Oh, interesting. Yeah, Ooh. honestly, I was going to say Mamma Mia. Amelia? I was going to say James Bond, but. Interesting, because for me, it's Mrs. Doubtfire. So. Oh. Who is he, but the dad? He's Sally Field's boyfriend. Oh, okay. And he's like, again, like kind of like hot, but like sort of threatening, but not that threatening. But I just mm-hmm. think there's so many sides to Pierce Brosnan that mm-hmm. you could really see what you want to Multifaceted see. Multifaceted man. And then, of, of course, he's in the Thomas Crown Affair, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And I actually honestly had forgotten he was James Bond altogether. Wow. <laughs> it's just a chapter that I had forgotten about. But I just feel like we've been through a lot with Pierce Brosnan yeah. as a society. Yeah. Yes. And we've netted out with this great award show presence. That's Amazing. a win for us all. I agree. Yeah. Um, and lastly, a man be discussing a lot Brad Pitt <laughs> uh, let's just take a moment to just it's just absolutely incredible work from Brad Pitt <laughs> he's he the man's in his 50s he is just stunning late yeah. 50s late 50s we can discuss the content of his speech later on tonight less important uh, just really the way he looked like he is kind of um the stereotype of a Hollywood sex symbol, and in the, his 50s, he continues to be such. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I felt like he was kind of the trendsetter tonight. Like, there were so many guys that were doing the Brad Pitt hair thing. Like, mm. you and McGregor walked out, and I was like, are you, like, the Kroger version oh, yeah. Brad Pitt right now? You know, because he had, like, the sweatback hair, and, like, yeah. it's, like, approaching a mullet, but, like, not quite, mm-hmm. like, still cool. Like, I told, like, there was a bunch of guys where you could, like, pick him out and be like, he's trying to be Brad Pitt. He's, Which I guess you could say for all of Hollywood for the last 30 right. years. But <laughs> sure. He just... He has a, sw- a swagger about him that he certainly brought tonight. Totally. Yes. He and uh, we'll talk about his speech in LDC a little bit yeah. later. Oh my <laughs> but God. Brad Pitt, we see he you. He looks amazing. And we appreciate you. <laughs> oh my God, so much. So deeply. All right. We are going to move on with the woman who bridges the divide between best and worst, depending on where you fall. Probably the most divisive <laughs> outfit of the evening. Maybe the most divisive outfit that we'll get all of award season. That feels right. Mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, my God. In a completely sheer number. Liz, I don't, how would you describe <laughs> it? Liz, please, yes. Please describe her look. A sheer number is the way. In a, in a couple words, it's a sheer number. But more <laughs> than that, it's high-class, ruffled lingerie that is a mix of 
many things. <laughs> I'm even staring at a picture, so I can't imagine how confused you are at home listening to me describe it. Um, but it can't really be described. It's like it this, was like lingerie. That's a good point. It was yes. sort of we like started with lingerie. It was sort of like the bare bones of like a corset and a crinoline, yes. and then nothing on top of it. Right. So it was just like the tool of a dress and no actual dress. Right. And it was sheer. And we saw her incredibly stunning, toned abdominal area, yes. her midriff. That part was great. No she, complaints. I can't believe how <laughs> how fit she is. I, I will never in my life at any age be that fit. <laughs> me as well. Um, however, it was an insane outfit, if you ask me. I, I feel like some details were missed okay. in explaining what this outfit looks like. First of all, the lingerie looked like she crocheted it from hay, but like gross brown hay. It was a weird <laughs> color. Like that had it was been like in the barn an, for a long time. It was time. like the amber waves of grain color. Yeah, but like gross poop brown. Kate! Wow. Like it looked really bad. <laughs> like she knit it together and like plastered it onto her body. And then she put on a huge diamond necklace. Mm. And then over the necklace and over the lingerie, if we're calling it that, then she had like a see-through brown like prairie dress. And then she, like, sprayed on some fake tan and was like, I'm ready. <laughs> that is so was rude. Also wearing a lot of jewels, like, underneath, underneath the, the dress. dress. The quote-unquote dress. But again, yeah. you could see everything because it's see-through. If I had one complaint about the look, it would be the jewelry. And that's it. I would just take <laughs> the jewelry off, do some nice studs, and then call it Go a day. all in on the crocheted bra. Yeah, absolutely. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful creation that Fendi <laughs> made, um, and I love it. I do, I really do. And she also let her gray root show a little bit at nice. the top of her hair. She just did natural like makeup. You know, well, natural. She was like, like, no one is looking at my hair, right? And so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Look at my midriff instead. Yeah. And also in some angles when she was presenting, um, you could see her like basic entire butt, and that looked <laughs> yeah. great also. So just props <laughs> to you, Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh. I think there's no doubt that she has a sick body. But yeah. I, as fashion, <laughs> did you actually like it as fashion? Were, yes. you, were you like, I wish I could wear that? Well, no. Or I aspire to. Yeah, that's not necessarily, like dresses I love and looks I love, I wouldn't be like, I want to wear that. Right. But I, yeah. I hate this a lot. Well, I don't. I really do love it. And I, I think also I like it in a very genuine way. Some people on the internet are like to do it as like a hot take, but I love Gwyneth Paltrow, everything she wears, everything she does. Do you really? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I actually don't care for her at all, like at all. But why? But I think she often looks great. I think she often has yeah. great, makes great style choices. I suppose. T-Time is unfortunately very pro Gwyneth. Yeah. <laughs> it's where the Earnestly or ironically, really <laughs> yeah. both ways. Yeah. I, I'm both earnestly and ironically anti. That's oh, fair. Oh, wow. Dang. I just, just, she's not for me, but that's okay. I mean, this look <laughs> is really, really not for me. It's memorable. I will say the bra portion of the dress incredibly supportive and really hugs her boobs it's really yeah. well. It reminded me of the bra that Katie Holmes wore on the streets yep. of New York City the that cashmere. was cashmere. <laughs> Amazing. And then she wore a matching cardigan. <laughs> yes, it reminded me of that. It's a similar color. Yes. <laughs> also brown. At <laughs> least she went for it, you know? Yes. yes. Truly. We can all agree on that. We have some people on our list who didn't go for it. Do you want to no. get into them? Yes, yeah, so let's move on. Yeah. Greta Gerwig and Kirsten Dunst, I think both just kind of <laughs> Kirsten Dunst is just bad at award shows. Oh, my God. Amelia, hold her back, Liz. (laughs) Hold her back. It's okay, Amelia. She didn't win the Golden Globes this year. What's her best best award show look? Just every award show. She looks great always. I had the one where she was wearing— This is not a judge of of people if you like them or not. It's just how they dress for the red carpet. I know. She always looks great. Does she? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Chevy, she did have she the one, Chanel so well. She's so beautiful. She had the one look where it was like a black dress that had very like very small top where like she was really popping out of it and it was like what? all over the internet. What? For a while. That one was good. 
what? <laughs> wow, you don't remember her most iconic recent That was red not her look? most iconic red carpet look. you liked her look with the, it was like a yeah, pastel pink. It was like pink and pretty, you know, she's... I just don't like tools, I think, what mm. what it comes down to. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, that's two okay. in a row. And yeah, with tools, yeah so exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Greta Gerwig, I think, often looks very fashion-forward and architectural. And I think tonight, the kind of architectural look, she missed the mark. Yeah. Mm. So that's okay. Yeah. She was really like a black and white number. It just sort of it looked like one long column on her, but like mm. not in a good way. It was yeah. like a column dress, but like just was like super meh. And she can do better. We know that she can. Yes. Rooney Mara. She's so weird. Rooney she, Mara looked like, she's like, hello, Joaquin, I'm coming home to milk the cows. Like, that's she, what she looked like. She did, but then she also was like an alien. You're right. Like, yeah. That's she the had, vibe I got more yeah, from her. Like, she had, you know, the usual, like, I'm skinny and I'm wearing something black and small. But then, like, she had these crystal headpieces on where mm-hmm. it was like Princess Leia buns, but like black and sparkly. And like maybe like submitted like a signal <laughs> See, of some somewhere. sort. That remind me of like milkmaid, like demonic milkmaid. Oh, well, either way, it's yeah. a no. So that's a loss. <laughs> I think she generally has, like, looked the same yeah. for yeah. quite some time. So at least she, she's got, like, her uniform, right? She's right. consistent. Yeah. yeah. Consistently fucking weird. Still not great. Um, Kate Blanchett, also not great. Yeah, Kate, I got to mourn her. both Sorry. my wives <laughs> at the end of this worst dress list. Really tough. First of all, Kate Blanchett, thrilled she showed up. Not thrilled that she showed up in what she showed up in. Uh, it was, like, yellow fans, and then she had, like, a metal crystal bustier thing. I don't want to talk about it. It was really traumatic for me personally. Uh, and then Jody Comer showed up wearing like a green couch lining. And so early on. That so really set early. your whole evening off. I felt bad for set you. Set you back. <laughs> yeah, it was really tough to bounce back from that. <laughs> the um, Kate Blanchett dress, I thought from behind was was pretty. Yeah, the silhouette of it was pretty. And then when you actually saw it. The boob it, harness was bad. <laughs> really bad. A lot, that was what ruined A lot of it. those. A lot of yeah. harnesses. Yeah. And it's just like not, a, not great. No. Wasn't, These were really tough for me. I but. also felt, felt Kate Blanchett it was just sort of like thanks for mentioning Australia but like let's actually make a difference I, right I, I think she was kind of like nonplussed by all of the like well wishes to Australia right like which fingers crossed with the koalas yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> which I which I get I mean right, sort of totally. like also you know we're thousands of miles away on like doing like a, a award show and you're like hey shout out to Australia right <laughs> tough <Okay>. yeah <laughs> Um, moving on. Once they arrived, they hit the red carpet, and there was a couple big moments. Biggest couple reveal, Bill Hader and Rachel Bilson. Red carpet debut. Fast. I cannot believe it. We just broke, like, not broke this news, but talked about it for the first time on Tea Time on Friday. They were first photographed together in Tulsa, Oklahoma, days before Christmas. Over the break. Where his family is. We, like, had just processed this as Mm -hmm. a nation, as citizens of I'm this still, world. I'm still dying to know how much TMZ paid for the photos of them mm-hmm. at the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. I bet not that much. I mean, if they were about to step out on the Golden Globes days later, <laughs> like, yeah. maybe not that much. I can't believe that was. That's really fast. Speedy, this yeah. red carpet debut. And he's featured a lot because Barry was nominated. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You knew that there was going to be a lot of camera time on him and kind of like the shoulder right. and like half face of who's ever yeah. sitting next to him. What Rachel cracks me up are like, Daniel Craig and Rachel Weisz like still didn't walk the red carpet together. Right. Like Taylor Swift, Joe Alwyn didn't walk the red carpet yeah. together. Like, True. It's just funny to me that like these like power couples that are like actually have been together a long time are like we're just not doing it like it's doing true. red carpets together but these two are yeah the, the couples who don't do it are different level of fame totally totally they, it's just funny this is yeah and also I think like they're probably they seem excited about each other so yeah, yeah. great um, I support it I me saw too. a tweet that she'll be introducing him to The Bachelor she's a big noted Ooh, Bachelor wow. fan and he's only seen the show one episode of the show starts tomorrow with Peter wow. <laughs> and I guess Bill Hader will be watching Bill Hader come on Bachelor party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Reese Witherspoon was out there with her her man Jim Toth. I feel like he was more visible this evening than usual, but he uh, mm. he was kind of still yeah. behind the scenes. But like, I feel like we got a lot more of him than we usually do. I was gonna say most of the time he's invisible, so even like one tiny like camera pan <laughs> to him is a lot for Jim Toth. But yeah, I guess I was focused more on uh, Reese Witherspoon's face and her inability to make actual facial expressions. <laughs> she is beautiful, I should say that now, but it just is a little glassy on the top. And we were watching her red carpet interviews, and she's an expressive woman. And so when she moves her face, and like you can just see kind of like the outskirts right here, like trying to go. <laughs> I felt kind of stressed about it. <laughs> um, yeah, that was certainly interesting watching her and like Nicole Kidman and yeah, several others together, trying to like. There was like, a lot of know, Botox yes. tonight. Like yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. really yeah. highlighted. I don't know if it was the lighting or what, but think, it was really obvious. I think HD brings it into yeah. into our living rooms. <laughs> yeah. Also, like you can, you, there's there was a lot of like really clear comparisons. Like I would say, we also like got a lot of really tight shots on like Ellen DeGeneres, and mm-hmm. she did not have a frozen face, mm-hmm. which is not you know, and like it's hard to discuss if that's I mean judgmental. I don't think it's judgmental. It's mm-hmm. Just sort of like noticing this trend of how right. women are are treating their faces yeah. and. I personally find it, like, to be a bit of a bummer because it just is, like, not that natural. But I don't know. I, right. the, I think the pressure of getting aging as a woman in Hollywood right. is probably something we can't understand. Right. But, like, it's still kind of a shame to see. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not—yeah, it's not judgmental anyway. It just is noticeable, especially when she's with a castmate like Laura Dern or another woman. Yeah. Or next to Nicole Kidman, and you see the two of them with the same kind of, I would say Renee Zellweger like, you know, quite a bit, too. Indeed. For wow. sure. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. Yeah. But, you know, it's thoughts just, and prayers for their eyebrows. They'll break free someday. <laughs> A lot of talk of eyebrows tonight. Stella Skarsgård gave oh, a whole, yeah. whole yeah. speech about uh, <laughs> eyebrows. Um, there was a lot of men in black tuxedos with their gals in red dresses. And the <laughs> page six did one of my favorite tweets of the night, which is, you can only choose one. Which couple do you choose? And it was Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost on the left. And then in the exact same pose, essentially, Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban on the right. And like... <laughs> It's just kind of funny. They are very similar photos. The dresses are are similar. They both have like a bustle. They're both strapless. They're both red. Like they're both blonde. It's just, true. It was just really funny. Also, can we have like another choice or like right. is, that <laughs> is was this it. a joke? That's like yeah. I, n- neither. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite couple of the evening, Amelia? I mean, I guess Rachel Bilson and Bill Hader. Okay, wow. sure. Yeah. Why wow. not? Yeah, I love can, that for you. We can all get yeah. on board. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why not? And then another great red carpet moment actually happened right off the carpet, I think, right inside the hotel. Brad Pitt was, like, talking to a photographer and, like, mm-hmm. using his camera and, like, trying to, like, learn. Wow. Learn, take <laughs> so photos. damn charming. I feel like Brad Pitt knows, like, probably had a photography face. I feel like he probably knows. Oh, for my sure. God. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yes. So I bet he just was like, hey, buddy, can I use your camera or something? I don't know. He's like, I, too, have a LACMA membership. Yeah. And they're, like, bonding. <laughs> he was just like, what? I don't know. Just yeah. wanted to, like, get his hands on the on the camera. Yeah. I don't know what it was. It's but been the, too long. The photos been separated are, from art too long. The photos are really funny. Honestly, anything but the Fiji water girl. I needed oh none of those yeah. moments this year. And thank God we did. It was pretty run of the mill. Right All we have is Pierce Brosnan sons. Yes. Wow. True. Pierce Brosnan's <laughs> large adult son was the Fiji water girl of this year. We're going to talk about him in a second. actually true. You're right. <laughs> Um, okay, next, onto the show and inside the hotel. Everyone came with, you know, a date. Or not everyone. Brad Pitt did not bring a date because he was worried. Weird off-color joke Very from weird. him about, like, people yeah. assuming his mother was his date. I think people would have, the media, us, would have loved to discuss Brad Pitt taking his mother, but alas. <laughs> um, however, there were many people who did bring a s- support a friend or or SO. 
beginning with Michelle Williams, who as of a week ago we now know is pregnant and dating uh, Tommy. Engaged to. Engaged to Tommy Kale of Hamilton fame, of which I'm a massive fan. And she, but she's been had this run of years of bringing Busy Phillips with her on the red carpet. Right. I and cannot so, believe that. A real fake out because she had Busy on the red carpet with her and yeah. at the table. And then we see the pictures of inside and Tommy's there too. She brought them well. both. And I personally, you know, busy is busy. They're boozy, however you pronounce her name. Um, and I just found that a dick. No, Boosie Phillips. Is no, that how you pronounce it? Busy. It's busy. That's so funny. People told me for years that it's boozy. It's really? busy. Her, also, her right. name's Elizabeth, I believe. It's like, it's a nickname. We're going to so write it back to busy. Name. Wait, petition to change it to Boosie. I was like, are you drinking a dig at her? No, not at all. By the way, I thought she looked phenomenal tonight. She did. I like the red dress. She looked great. I feel like her hair looked really good, too. Is there a point where Michelle Williams can disinvite Busy Phillips now? Or has there been <laughs> See, so many years? You have to keep inviting her. Don't, they both die. Like, here's, the, here's the thing. I bet Busy Phillips is really fun at an award show. Sure. She, uh, yeah. she probably, because she's like got nothing at stake but to support her friend. Yeah. She's just, like, literally there for the party. Like, I would love to be in Busy, Busy Phillips' position. Like, one of my friends, right, please true. invite me but as But do your you plus think one. she feels threatened because now that Michelle Williams has Tommy Kale or whatever? Like, do you think she's, like, threatened that, like, she's, like, oh, he's going to be more supportive than me? Like, I have to be the most supportive. Like, I have to cry at her speech the most. Mm-hmm. Her, she very, like, showy, like, wiped away a tear. Well, Busy didn't get a mention in the speech. I want to talk about the speech Oof. later. It's true. But I, I think they're probably good. They've been— they've yeah. Been, yeah. That Michelle bond Williams, runs deep. She's openly said, like, the only good thing about Dawson's Creek was meeting Busy Phillips. So, you know. That's when, something. When, you, when you find your person. I, By the way, I'm rewatching Grey's Anatomy right now. And the, like, idea of my person is not until season two of Grey's, people. Breaking wow. news. <laughs> it wasn't even in season one. Um, and I feel like that, you know, they're, like, the real life. You're my person. They're you're the right. real life. Meredith True. and Christina. It's very sweet. Very, very sweet. sweet. Other people supporting each other. The Hanks family, (laughs) front and center. Tom with his uh, wife, Rita, who had a lot of drama on this day. (laughs) And their five kids. Um, (laughs) Let's talk about Rita first. So she was tweeting earlier today that her uh, hair and makeup person was 90 minutes late. She had booked this person in September. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of questions. What are some of the questions coming out of this situation? She was, like, live tweeting it, first of all. Yes, she, was she was like, book this person like a, in September. Like a teenager. Hair and makeup still not here. And then again, she goes, hair and makeup still not here. Trying to be zen. Again, my hair and makeup person is one hour and 20 minutes late. It's like, okay, Rita. Like, first of all, like, no one needs the updates from you. Right, right. Like, I, like, I know your do husband you is getting— Do you follow her on Twitter, though, in general? No. Because no. I do. Why? And she just—I I don't know. Because she's just really weird. Like, she's just, like, a weird tweeter. She tweets about, like, music all the time. She, like— She's a country music yes, singer. She has an album. But she also just, like, does a lot of weird tweets. Like, she's just a, a Twitter weirdo. Oh, so this isn't out of character for her. Uh, it is out of character. She doesn't usually <laughs> complain as, like, I'm, like, a famous person and, like, things aren't breaking right yeah. today. But she is just, like, definitely weird. I think I became— interested in her when she played Marnie's mom on Girls because oh, yeah. I was like why is she doing this but <laughs> as a result and then uh, yeah and then the whole Hanks family is just fascinating I get sending one tweet being like my hair and makeup artist is 90 minutes late like wow but then to keep following up yeah. and still not here it's like we don't need that much checking in about yeah. it plus we saw her later I guess maybe she missed the red carpet I don't know exactly how late she ended up she was on there being. at some point right. there were pictures um, she looked nice although I will say she didn't look like overly glammed oh really you think that was a result of- I don't know I have no idea, but her hair was down. Didn't really look like particularly special. I thought she looked pretty good. I feel like she she got the glam squad treatment. What do you think is the most likely reason that this hair and makeup artist was 90 minutes late? 
I truly don't know. There's really not an excuse. Sabotage. Right? There's really, it's like, <laughs> it's one of the five biggest days of the year for, mm-hmm. yeah. for the, right. the hair and makeup community of Los Angeles and um, really worldwide. Theories abound that Tom Hanks, like, subtweeted the hair and makeup person in his speech. He gave, like, this long speech accepting, I believe, was it Cecil B. DeMille Award? Yeah. Um, and he went into, like, a dad thing about, like, lateness and, like, needing to be on time and that being, like, important to success in life. I completely agree. I fucking hate lateness. And I agree. And so I kind of just took it at surface level. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. Tom Hanks, like, the internet's dad. But, like, people were like, is this him talking to the makeup person? I don't think he would do that, honestly. <laughs> right? Like, based on all the articles about Tom Hanks, like, what a genuine nice guy. I don't know. I think it was. <laughs> really? Yeah, I do. <laughs> he, he, like, really went in on the lateness he thing. really did, yeah. And, like, why would he do that in a Golden Globe speech? Do you if think, not— Do you think he was pissed at Rita for, like, making this about her when he's winning this amazing award about his entire career? I feel career? like he's such a good guy that he, like, took time— in his speech to address yes. his wife's emotional well-being. Tom Hanks is the biggest Rita stan ever. Right. <laughs> so, and when he teared yeah. up just looking at her in like the first 30 seconds, he was like, I have a family and like lost it. <laughs> yeah. And like, that was it. It was sweet. I think he yeah. did. I think he went All for right. that. Same. Same. Split. Revenge. Ho- hopefully we'll find out one day. One of his weird Hanks tweets. You know, he yeah. sends tweets, H-I-N-A. Yes. Yes. Right, right. right. He'll like take a picture of like a makeup brush on the ground. He'll be like, makeup artist lost their brush. <laughs> There's right. also a lot Still of on time. really emphatic clapping from Chet Hanks, a.k.a. Oh Chester God. Hanks, a.k.a. Chet Hayes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a great Northwestern <laughs> graduate, much like myself. <laughs> minus the great part. And um, we haven't seen Chet Hayes in a while after his rap career uh, fizzed out. I think he had some tough years, but it seems like he's doing better. I was just happy to see him. <laughs> sure. sure. So was Tom. <laughs> okay. Uh, Pierce Brosnan sons, they were also there. This is so good. They, okay. they, they, explain the whole the whole situation. So they were the the sort of like Mr. or Mrs. Golden Globe of the night where they were like helping mm-hmm. give the globes to people and try to show people the correct way to exit the stage, which was just a losing battle on their part. Um, one of them was short and regular looking, and one of them was very tall and awkward with very long hair, the star of the show. And the poor, tall, long-haired Pierce son, let's call him Pierce son number one, <laughs> um, he did his absolute best and really just failed the whole night through. People were going the wrong way. He kept trying. He was like waving his long arms around. <laughs> Brad Pitt just fully bailed and just went all the way around. And his failure was just extremely well documented. But see, I see this as a win for him because like people are talking about right. him. They're meaning him. Are on podcast. It's cussing him. Exactly. So good job. But I just feel like his soul seemed so pure. He just really wanted to do a good job. Yeah. I don't know if it was like <laughs> the really long, straight side bra- like yeah. side part brunette yeah. hair and that lanky awkwardness that I was like, I related to him in this really deep, visceral way. Him just trying to do his best on stage. He just wanted Brad Pitt to go left. Like, I don't understand. This poor guy. And then uh, the, other, the other kid got really had no the, Yeah, the just, other guy stole the show. Yeah. Apologies to second I just second love how his son. hair was just like... Yeah. <laughs> that, just really, that kid is me. Really awkward. Most supported friend of the night, maybe Brad Pitt? I sure. love how we're ending every category with Brad Pitt. Well, <laughs> I am hosting All is well in the world. <laughs> um... Brad Pitt referred to Leonardo DiCaprio as LDC, which wow. is new to all of us. Perhaps even new to Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah. he, didn't, he didn't seem to acknowledge that that was like an inside joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Brad Pitt threw a Titanic joke into his speech. He did. Saying uh, he would have let him on the raft, which uh, which then there's really funny photos going around. Uh, also a supportive friend on Twitter of Reese Witherspoon explaining the Titanic joke. Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> like, she didn't get it. I bet Jennifer Aniston hasn't seen Titanic. That just wouldn't surprise me. I feel me. like she just, like, avoids 
I don't know, just like that genre of <laughs> She jokes. was busy in the late 90s. She was. She was. So, <laughs> whatever. It's not. It's definitely not her fault. I yeah. just want to note, also related to this, um, my friend Libby pointed out to me, Brad Pitt did not mention his kids. And while that divorce is messy, pretty weird. Yeah. He's got five kids. Mm-hmm. Same number as Tom Hanks, who was crying about them. <laughs> tough, <laughs> too. Well, now that you it's put it tough. that way, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I mean, it's definitely weird. And, like, I think that divorce is ongoing. And yeah. there's been some articles about how a couple of the kids and Brad's relationship is really tense. I mean, I don't know very much about it. But definitely notable omission from his speech. Agreed. Sure. True. We'll see what happens at the Oscars should he win. Okay, more speeches. Um, let's talk about the best and the worst of people speaking at the podium, whether it's a presenter or an acceptance speech. <laughs> uh, number one, this is definitely in the best category, Phoebe Waller-Bridge thanking Obama with a great callback to season one. Season two has gotten so much attention from that show, but uh, she has a joke in the first episode, I believe, yeah. about Obama. So Yeah, she uh, is watching Obama's speech, and she just is really enjoying it. I yeah. was, gonna, I was wondering how you are going to phrase that. She's, that she's masturbating. <laughs> she is. And Obama just put Fleabag on his favorite shows of the year, or Obama's intern, I believe he or whoever specifically did this. put Fleabag season two on his list. Correct. <laughs> yes. Correct. So we don't even know if we've seen season one. Uh, yeah, it feels unlikely. I feel like they wouldn't have put it on there if they knew about that, but who knows? Um, but yeah, she's like basically Obama, like, thank you. Uh, and I'm glad you enjoyed it. I mm-hmm. also, you're number one on my list too. <laughs> yeah, I think she said, thanks to Obama for putting me on, for putting us on your list. Yeah. As I think you all know, he's been on mine for a while. Yeah, yeah there it Leave is. Leave it if you really bridge. Incredible. <laughs> to just nail it. Um, Laura Dern won for her role in Marriage Story, Best Supporting Actress in a Drama. Where does everyone stand on Laura Dern here? Amelia, a fan or not a fan? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, she's, been in a lot of stuff, and she looked great tonight. <laughs> she did look really nice. You know, she had a real peacock theme without looking like a peacock. Mm. Yeah. 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 It was nice. She's another one who was like the doesn't have the frozen yes. face, which yeah. I enjoy. But I mean, like that award was Jennifer Lopez, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that was True. tough. We went in, as soon as she got on stage, we were all kind of pissed that she beat J-Lo. Yeah. At least like the tea time contingent. I, I love Jerry, but, but like I really want J-Lo to yeah. just own, own this moment. And I, she just got really dirty really quick. <laughs> I thought like she just has a tendency. I love Laura Dern, but she has a tendency to just be really over the top and like overly earnest to the point of like performance. Yeah, and then she tried to make a joke about how it was so she was like, and of course we needed to explore the divorce attorney. And mm. she, uh, and like, she couldn't land it because, like, no, no. one's, no yeah. one's using Laura Dern joking. Right. <laughs> I know not know Bumbuck looked, looked confused. <laughs> yeah. And then it, like, kind of went south from there because she tried to, like, turn it back around and, like, get into, like, the deep issues. And it was just— Yikes. I wasn't great. It was a miss for me. You got to pick a lane. I feel like you yeah. got to go the Michelle yeah. Williams lane or you got to stay light and stay, stay light at the and top. Fun. Yeah. yeah. She tried to do too much. Let's talk about Michelle Williams since you brought her up. Mm. Michelle Mich- Williams probably gave the the— in my mind, probably the most authentic political speech of the evening, where she talked about how uh, women should vote in their best interest, and that should, in, in her, in, according to her, that is support um, pro-choice and the woman's right to choose. And she talked a lot about how she is currently pregnant, and she has been benefited from the ability to choose when she wanted to be pregnant. And um, she, this coupled with her Emmy speech, is now two speeches about yes. really supporting women who work. And, like, mm-hmm. equality for women of all kinds. And I, I think when sometimes I find her delivery, like, a very much, like, a prepared speech, which can, like, mm-hmm. undercut it. But I think her message is, like, so fundamentally important and mm-hmm. sincere. It's pretty cool to see her kind of, like, pick a 
a platform and like stick to it like a politician. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. She put clearly puts like a lot of work into preparing it and yeah. articulating yeah. it she in the right way. She wrote a speech and then memorized yes. it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Which I respect. Yeah, she prepared. Yeah. She's like, yeah. she what did her way in the rare if not well, well, uh, well-prepared students, you know? I know. Yeah. I know. I really like it. And yeah, I'm glad that you said about her Emmy speech too because she didn't want to pay inequality. That was just yes. like the same vein of like, she picked a platform. Yep. She wrote about it. It sounded great. She made a great point. She was very eloquent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She obviously workshops these speeches. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really admirable, and it's also such a stark comparison to the many people who are like, ooh, wish I had written something, like yeah. Taryn Egerton yeah. and yeah. Olivia yeah. Coleman. And <laughs> it's like, she is really formidable. I think that's one thing yeah. that's come out in the last year. She's been playing Gwen Verdon, is that she mm. takes her role as an actress and just as a citizen, like, very seriously. Mm-hmm. And it's really easy to be cavalier and sort of um, dismissive of that, but it's actually mm-hmm. really important. I, th- I thought she had the best speech of the night. Yeah. I agree. Even if it was infused with the actress spirit. It's all right. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. Yeah. Um, Next, Jennifer Aniston uh, (laughs) accepted on behalf of Russell Crowe, who um, was in Australia with his family. Yes. uh, Because of the crisis with the fires there. And she read out his speech. Uh, Amelia, how would you describe it? I don't even know. I don't even know where to begin. Were you going to say something? (laughs) No, I was waiting for you to try. No, I mean, it's just, I think we all agreed she was drunk. She seemed drunk or just completely astonished that she had to read these prepared promotions. Yes. That was the thing. <laughs> but like maybe someone had told her and she'd already forgotten. I'm not sure. She seemed surprised by every single one of her duties. Everything like, that happened. Starting yeah. with being on stage. She like kind of grabbed herself a little bit being like, oh, like here I am. Like, oh, the teleprompter starting like. This is not her first rodeo. I don't know why. She was so taken aback every time. Reese was standing right next to her. I feel like maybe she should have given it to Reese Witherspoon to read out. Maybe. Very eloquent woman through and through. Both seem pretty uninterested in the entire affair. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And it was like when Jennifer Aniston was reading, again, like very important message from Russell Crowe. Yes. But it was, she was kind of like at his mercy. And then she, it was like she didn't know what she was reading. And so she was like reacting to each word after she said it. Yeah. So she was like, blah, 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 like something sad. And then like as she was reading the next thing, she was like, oh, that was sad. I should look sad. And then it was like, <laughs> it was this very bizarre, just very bizarre reading of Russell Crowe's speech that she did not seem yeah, prepared to really give. really <laughs> weird energy from yeah. her. Yeah. It, it wasn't great. I, it made me wish we had gotten more Jennifer Aniston though because at least it was Same. interesting. It was. Yes. <laughs> and confounding. Um, Quentin Tarantino, who you can hear on the rewatchables talking about Dunkirk last week and this coming week. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. He won for Best Adapted or Best Original Screenplay, I believe. Yes. And he said that there was no one to thank. And <laughs> and then and then thank some people. But he was like, when you write alone, there's no one to thank. It was it. it was really funny. He was, was really on one. He it was very close to Tarantino. Yeah. He was really hyped up. Um and then like when he won later in the night, he like just Didn't randomly told and like another producer to speak, oh, which yeah. was oh, yeah. a fun <laughs> twist for that guy. Um, oh, Quentin, never changed. Wasn't great. Um, a couple not as great ones. Uh, let's talk about Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. <sighs> we get it. You're in love. You're married. We get it. Like, I don't know what else to say. I spent some time recently watching the Jonas Brothers various interviews from the Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Ball, Jingle Ball. Jingle Ball. Why? I don't know. She like to keep up with, hmm. with what's happening great. in pop in pop music, <laughs> and in every single one of them, they had prepared remarks. It's like the same thing. They did four shows. It's the Jingle Ball, the iHeartRadio circuit, and they're like, "We're really looking forward to downtime in January. Like, we just need some time off." And it's like Nick and Priyanka. If you need some time off, right? 
like maybe don't do this weird bit together. Like I understand he's on The Voice, an NBC show, Golden Globes on NBC. He has like some responsibilities. But like, do you have to present together? Like, is this like a weird situation where like neither can interact with anyone else? Like, what's going on here? I don't get it. I truly don't. It's like written in their contract. You must be together. Literally. <laughs> yeah. And like compare it to um, Zoe Kravitz and Jason Momoa who presented right. together. Mm-hmm. Stepfather and stepdaughter. Right. No mention whatsoever of their familial relation. They're yeah. just like keeping right. it professional. <laughs> yeah. Business. Yeah. Award. Boom, boom. We're out. Back to our table. These two, just like, we fucking get it. We lived through so many of your weddings. We <laughs> see you on New Year's Eve. Like, I really want to root for them. I don't even know why, but they make it very difficult. Impossible yeah. for me personally. And his double-breasted jacket was hideous. With oh. a bolo tie. Yeah. Oh, my God. Offensive. She looked great. Pink is a great color great. on her. Mm-hmm. She yeah. looked beautiful. But, like, this bed is beneath her. It also seems like it benefits him, the voice coach, more than right. her. Yeah. Yeah. I had just so many problems with it. Agreed. <laughs> it was a low, real low point for me. Agreed, agreed. agreed. <laughs> um, another low for all of us. Oh, my God. Ansel Elgort uh, being oh, on stage and, like, singing, but really badly, which, as a fan of West Side Story, I'm concerned about. Yikes. Also a low for Dakota Fanning, who had to be on stage and also be on camera as he was singing that. And that was drawn out. That was, what do you think? Oh, like yeah. 17 seconds. He Dakota held that Fanning. last note for so long, yeah. and she was so ready for it to end, and it just never ended. And there's only she so was much, embarrassed like, for him. Yeah, there's only so much laughing, like, kind of like, I'm in on the joke that yeah. you can do. Then she just stopped, and we just stared at the two of them. It was so uncomfortable. She should have just pushed him off the stage. I agree. Just like. I agree. <laughs> Guys, we have so much Ansel ahead of us in 2020. I don't. I can't. Oh I can't deal with that. No. Oh, no. And lastly, Joaquin Phoenix, oh who won God. the last like solo award of the evening. Well. Yeah. He reminded me a bit of Johnny Cash and Walk the Line, the role <laughs> he once played. What was the lowest of the Joaquin Phoenix low for all of you? I have so many thoughts about Joaquin Phoenix. We've been talking about his vegan exploits on Tea Time for a year, perhaps. <laughs> he and Rooney just tearing it up in Hollywood with their dead animal carcasses. Um, and I was really hoping that he would mention the vegan menu, the Golden Globes. He did. He, he did. Point. <laughs> um, uh, apparently, they're not doing enough, which is true. Uh, he got in a shot at people flying to Palm Springs on their private jets. Yes. Incredible. He uh, really, like, if he had any friends in the room <laughs> when entering, he has, like, at least 50% less now. Right. 1,000%. He uh-huh. offended a lot of people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Including us. Like, I just, like, dude, get your shit together. I loved it. I mean, I, 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 I like, I was good entertainment, you know, but just, like, you're totally. Jerk. Oh, totally. My personal favorite moment was when he said, Rooney, and everyone got quiet. And he looked at Rooney and Rooney looked at him and they communicated telepathically for five seconds. There was something that happened. There, there wasn't just silence. There right. Was some there was like a vibe that, yeah. that went between them. Like the earth shifted a little bit yeah. and then like we all snapped back. Yeah. Um, that was my personal favorite moment. They're the weirdest couple ever. And I enjoyed every second of the Joaquin Phoenix acceptance speech. Yeah, me too. It was wild. I thank him. I thank him for his service, and also like he's someone who I generally hope to never interact with. Agre- <laughs> yeah. oh, agreed. Could not agree more. <laughs> okay, next the most fun table. Not a lot of competition. I just want to note: not putting a big little lies woman together. I think was a big mistake. I agree. <gasps> so Laura Dern was met with with Marriage Story. Yeah, and that table seemed joyless, <laughs> punctuated by 
Eddie Murphy being there, yep. like randomly, because he's yeah. also in a Netflix movie, and he seemed absolutely miserable. Yeah, like, and they showed him quite a bit. He, he had the worst was, time. He also was in Jewel Tone Velvet, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone at that table seemed like they just hated life. Yes, mm-hmm. Adam and, Driver did not smile once the entire night. No, I bet he, he really hates didn't. award shows. I, yeah. I agree. I, I was actually wondering if he left the room when they showed the package of <laughs> Marriage Story. <laughs> probably, oh, right. oh. I bet he probably did. did. He's yeah. committed to the bit now. Yeah. Um, I will say there was a picture that I saw on Twitter. I think from Amy Kaufman's. Twitter feed where they show Adam Driver, Noah Baumbach, Greta Gerwig, um, and Meryl Streep all together, and that's like a that's a Francis Howe reunion because Meryl Streep's daughter right. is in Francis mm-hmm. Howe. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's one, that's like my favorite movie of the decade. So I was really excited about that. But that said, <laughs> that table seemed joyless otherwise. I agree. <laughs> um, and then Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon were at the Apple table with Jason Momoa and his bare arms, um, <laughs> and then. Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman were, like, somewhere in the middle. I don't even know. And, like, if you guys don't talk about Australia, like, maybe have them go on stage. Right. Like, yeah. probably yeah. the two most famous Australians we have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, like, really Very weird. weird. Very yeah. weird. Um, and then, like, Zoe Kravitz, we only saw on stage once, but I think she was sitting with her mom. I don't know. It was just sort of, like, they were all diffuse, and I think that was a real missed opportunity to have, like, a collective, like, yeah. swell yeah. of mm-hmm. fun people sitting together. As a result, the only fun table— Succession. Yeah. No question. They were whooping it up. Oh, my God. Cousin Greg had the time of his life. Oh, my God. You can't make a Tom without breaking a few Gregs. <laughs> it was just, they seemed like, yeah, Cousin Greg was dancing. They were yes. really excited when the show won. Mm-hmm. They were excited every time Chernobyl won. Yes. They were, like, really hyping up <laughs> yeah. the Chernobyl They're table. brand strong. Yes. The Chernobyl table needed some hype. <laughs> so that was important. <laughs> you know who really loves his wife is Jared Harris. I didn't know he was, like, a wife oh guy. Oh, my God. A huge oh embrace when, yes. they, when they, like, showed him on the camera. Yeah, it's great. Jared Harrison. Yeah. I, I love him, and now I know he's a big wife guy. So that's, <laughs> Amazing. That's great. Yeah, Succession was having a great time. Um, many tables seemed joyless, but there were a lot of close-ups of the open bottles of Moet champagne. Yeah. Yes. And many people clearly were imbibing. No, we mentioned Jennifer Aniston seemed drunk. Mm-hmm. Olivia Coleman said she was drunk. It was very obvious. <laughs> that's kind of her thing, honestly. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> yeah, she has fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't you think she seems like the best? Yes. I absolutely do, yes. Also, she always cheers for Fleabag. It's so sweet. Like, she's she's been doing press for things that are not Fleabag. Right. And yet, she always cheers for them. It's yeah. just really adorable. It's amazing. But she, uh, so she was drunk. And then Renee Zellberger, do you think she was drunk? Or just, like, slurring words? Who knows? It's just something, something weird going on there. happening. We, yeah. we t- I don't know if we talked about her speech, but she, we were talking about it, it was, like, ASMR. Like, we were like, are we dreaming this speech? Like, is she actually still talking? Is she pronouncing words that are in the English language? She said a couple of things that were notable. One was that she had back in 17 years, so I guess mm-hmm. she previously won 17 years ago. She also, Kate, you pointed out as we were watching that they like started to play the music and try to cut her off mm-hmm. way less time than Joaquin Phoenix got. Oh my God. They're, like they're crazy up. rants were back to back. You got to give them equal time. Come I on. I know. I guess she did come second, so they probably were worried about running over yeah, time, but true. still. Really fucked up. Yeah. Like, let's get rid of this guy. He's crazy. Right. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> she may also be crazy, but like, come on. It's a quality. Yeah, seriously. Um, it was just a weird, it was a weird one. And then she was just like clearly out of touch. Yes. yes. Something weird was going on there. Yes. I don't really know. It was really strange. Um, anyone else notably drunk? Uh, the camera guy who was trying to find Annette Benning and it was like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a good gif going around of them not being able to locate Annette Benning. She's in the report, I think. Yeah. And it was for that. And they just like kind of showed her table. <laughs> it Joe was a shot. <laughs> Much needed screen time, though. Because it really did. The camera went over three <laughs> times quickly over his face. Yeah. Ultimately, I feel like the awards kind of panned out as people expected, with a couple of 
kooky upsets. Mm-hmm. We are not prognosticators on award season for that. Please listen to the big picture, which is also instant reactions. But we will say um, a couple of surprising wins. Renee Zellweger being one of them for Judy Garland. Yes, I'm glad. She's such a Golden Globe win, you know? Yeah. Like, why not? Who did you think was going to win? For Best Actress in a Drama? Yeah. Uh, I thought Charlotte Johansson had a good shot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't really know, though. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot. I guess there's a lot of options this year. Yeah. The Globes are so funky. Like, when they split it up they in musical, musical and comedy they love and drama. In like, general, like, if you have music in your in your movie, it's, like, going to do well at the, at the uh, Golden Globes. Right. Um, similarly, Rocketman, Taron Egerton beat Leonardo DiCaprio, LDC, for here on out. <laughs> <laughs> LDC didn't seem happy. He did not. <laughs> kind no. of a tough night for him. He kind of really faded into the background um, a little bit. Yeah, we actually haven't talked about Ricky Gervais, so let's just do that really quickly. Oh, sure. Uh, he had a joke about how Leonardo DiCaprio brings young women around. It was really funny. And he laughed at it. He was a good sport. Yeah. He was a good sport. I think he doesn't mind the personal jokes. I think yeah. he he's, takes his work very seriously, which is a good thing. Yeah. He did laugh at the Titanic joke, too. Yeah. Oh, he did? That's yeah. a fake oh. laugh to me. Well, I mean, either way. He that tried. was like giving Brad one. <laughs> I kind of got the impression that LDC thinks Brad's like his kooky friend. Yes, totally. totally. <laughs> his kooky friend Brad. I love that. My kooky friend Brad, <laughs> who happens to be insanely attractive. <laughs> I will say Brad Pitt is sort of like the Beyonce theory, which is like maybe don't talk. Like, it's okay. <laughs> like, just let your work speak for yourself. Wow. By the way, Beyonce showed up and then immediately left. <laughs> when she didn't win. Yes. Same with J-Lo and A-Rod, apparently. Yes. Uh, I think Taylor Swift stayed the longest. Mm-hmm. I agree. She was a good sport, too. She stood up for Elton John. She Aww. seemed like she was oh, enjoying yeah. herself. Yeah. She had a good time. Good for her. I like it. Um, Ricky Gervais just basically just went for it in every way possible. He yeah. told a Jeffrey Epstein joke. He told a Harvey Weinstein joke. He um, was telling people not to talk about Australia or anything important before, right before literally everyone then did that. <laughs> uh, he made a really bad joke about the lack of female directors. Some of it hit, some of it didn't. It really depends, I think, on your taste of how far you want people to cross that line these days. Mm-hmm. I, cu- I couldn't believe that the throughout the entire thing, he stuck with the whole, like, I hate being here and I know you hate me being here <laughs> bit. Because to start out in the first 10 seconds of that was, like, really bold choice. Through the end, he was like, come on, one last one. We can all get through it. Let's go the fuck home, blah, blah, blah. It's a bold choice. Uh, and I don't, I know the internet and I know we are all split on if we like him or not. I thought he did just about as good as he could have done. Like he was as expected, I feel like. I thought he had a few killer jokes and then some that were really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. What do you want from your Golden Globes host? I, yeah. More than that, but it's <laughs> fine. I don't know. I I think it's like a, a fairly tough job. I don't, I don't yeah. know. But like, I yeah. personally don't like someone who's like, I'm, a, I'm cooler than this. I'm over it. Like, mm-hmm. You're doing it, man. So, right. What else yeah. do you have going on, Ricky Gervais? You've done this six fucking times. Like, five. Five, five times, excuse wow. me. <laughs> like, are you too good for this? Like, he's obviously not. I'd love so right. much they pay him. So stop pretending you are. Mm-hmm. He also was, like, um, making fun of Netflix, but he had a Netflix show. It was just all confusing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Ricky Gervais. Um, probably the most surprising one to me, two times over, was 1917, winning for Best Drama and Best Director for Sam Mendes. I like it. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Happy you for know? you, Kate. That's like great. A very it's positive. It's apparently an extremely good movie. They seem mm-hmm. all happy to be there. They're all extremely surprised. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just like a, a bunch of like nice boys who were surprised by he the He was win. like, there's no one famous in my movie. Colin Firth <laughs> is in it, but he wasn't there this evening. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch also in it, also not there. Because yeah, <laughs> they probably were not winning. Yeah. Sure. I, I do think, yeah, I mean, a World War One movie from England, hard to go wrong, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Always yeah. going to like it. In general, I think this was a good award show. I enjoyed yeah. it. We had some kooky moments. We I had agree. Joaquin Phoenix. We'll always have that. <laughs> we will always have and that. And we'll always have Brad Pitt. Do you think the there Oscars will have more or less kooky speeches and kooky moments than tonight did? Great question. 
I'm going to go with more. Ooh, Ooh, wow. I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like it's, also, it's an election year. I feel like people are really going to want right. to get yeah, after right. it, remind people to vote. There was a lot of, like, reminding you to vote. Yeah. Patricia Arquette reminded us to vote. A lot. And by the way, Joaquin Phoenix was like, voting is not enough. And it's like, okay, man. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, are you personally marching through the streets carrying dead animals? No. Yeah. Get the hell I out. I mean, wow. GTFO, Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> Be our entertainment, but stay away from us. Oh, my God. So true. <laughs> on that note, thank you for listening. Jam session on Wednesday and tea time on Fridays. This has been Ringer Dish Golden Clothes After Show. <laughs> 